0: It's Cigar Saturday here on Bourbon Blog Live with Tom Fisher and Matty Rock. It is our pleasure indeed to welcome to the show tonight David Mallow, owner of the Barrister in Union, New Jersey. How's it going, gentlemen? Doing
1: it's well, going Matt.
0: extremely well, Bob and Matt. Excellent. Great to have you. And you're actually joining us. Are you actually at the uh, your cigar shop there in the at, at the Barrister?
1: Yes, sir, I am. I'm about to light up. Actually, one of the things we're going to talk about later on tonight, I presume, which is the special pancetta. Ah. The pancetta.
0: Very special pancetta. And uh, and Maddie and I are both having a uh, a Liga. I'm having a Liga 9. What are you having, Maddie?
2: Same, brother. I'm doing one. I'm doing a Liga 9 tubos. As you know, I'm quite fond of it with the uh, with the line, tube gives that little edge, of, extra edge of sweetness to it. Uh, I happen to love it.
0: Absolutely, and uh, and I'm having mine with a little bit. Well, at the moment, I'm doing a little of the barrel and bottle, which is a very special single barrel selection of the Town Branch American single malt finished in uh, used sherry barrels. Very very rare uh, bottle. They only made a few hundred of these, so. Excited to be trying it with Matt. What are you trying yours with, Maddie?
2: Look, man, I didn't. I didn't do a good job today, man. I may or may not have had too much caffeine and soda, so I'm not really sure. Starbucks green tea goes with that. With
0: anything, hey, it, I think it can work. Uh, David, what are you? You with that pan Are you pairing it with anything there?
1: I am. This was truly in honor of Matty. Hold on.
2: Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> enough. Now, Tom, if you know, you know. I've had Dr. Brown's on the show before, so yes, old, old school New York, New Jersey uh, soda company found all the, the top Jewish delis in the in the tri-state area for us. And I think what 1892, Dave, something like that. It's on the bottle, I think. Um, 18- um, um
1: 1869,
2: so, even older. So been around forever. So if you're from the area, it's kind of one of those you know if you know you knows kind of things. And you should and know. I've,
0: I've heard Maddie talk about it. I don't think I've tried the uh, the Dr. Browns, but I can't wait to get back there with you all in New Jersey and try some some good Dr. Browns. And uh, what what a pleasure it is. We have some exciting news for all of you that are Cigar fans. Uh, we have some exciting news coming and also a special giveaway tonight. Um, we'll be telling you about it in a moment. But uh, tell us about uh, Barrister. I know there's probably a lot of fans joining us that have been to Barrister. Tell us down below if you have or tweet back up. Tell us about, uh, about The Barrister. What is The Barrister?
1: Well, the Barrister was founded in May of 2007. It is my semi-retirement. I am still an admitted attorney in New York and New Jersey. And it started out as a place where I would be able to smoke while I worked and did my legal work, because I got sick of people telling me where I could and couldn't smoke a cigar while I was trying to get my legal work done, and it has developed into something way bigger and way more than I could have possibly imagined. It's now a full-blown cigar store lounge in every way, shape, and form, and um, we've been very fortunate to be somewhat partnered with Drew Estate pretty much from the very beginning uh, when they first came out with Liga Pravada, and we got the distinct honor of becoming one of the now, two Liga Pravada lounges in the country. It's me and Dave Mayer out at Wooden Indian Tobacco Shop in Havertown, Pennsylvania. Wow. And those are, that's the, those are the two in the country? Those are the only two Liga Pravada lounges in the country right now. Everything else are Drew Estate lounges. So because we are the only two Liga Pravada lounges, um, they make a special cigar just for us once a year. And that is the cigar that I just showed you. It's called the Pancetta. Wow. It is a extremely rare and extremely fantastic cigar. Um, as Matty probably knows, probably my favorite true blend of Liga Pravada is probably the Feral Flying Pig. And what they did for Dave and I was is they started with that as the base and right. used the filler and the Binder from the feral flying P- but a t52 wrapper on it which is my favorite wrapper which is the still cut habano and put it into this short bellicoso vitola and it basically if you married everything perfect about every one of my favorite liga provadas together it comes out in that cigar wow
0: so this is and again this only comes out once a year
1: it's a once-a-year release. Last year, we each store, both Wooden Indian and Barrister, got 100 cigars. They sold out um, very, very quickly last year. So they decided to kind and up the production this year to 150 boxes. Um, the, it went live yesterday for a pre-order. The actual launch event is going to be this Friday, as a joint launch event between us and Dave Mayer over at Wooden Indian. Uh, We've taken pre-orders for them already. Um, I'm happy to report, or sad to report, depending upon how you look at it, uh, more than half of the boxes are already sold. but We haven't even had the event yet. So it's truly an amazing, amazing cigar.
0: So
2: I guess we should probably say, say that once again? I said if you guys and gals are listening, this might be your moment to... You know, make sure it doesn't last until Monday. Wink, wink, and, and give Mr. Allo a call.
0: Absolutely. How do people, if they're, if they're watching now and they want to make sure they, uh, they get one of these uh, pancettas, how do they do that?
1: Well, there is the only way that you can order them, them pre-order is to call the shop phone at 908-964-3000. And we take all of your information to your phone. We do not sell anything over the internet. Everything is done solely by way of telephone conversation. And I think it's important that way. Um, I specifically have not set up an internet store because I want every customer who calls in to have the experience of actually talking to me or somebody who's one of my staff members. But more times than not, it's me. So that I can find out what they like besides pancetta, why they want to get the box of pancetta, And just take care of them and get that personal touch that you can't get by clicking a button on a computer. And I think that's a lost art nowadays.
0: I think that's so important. Tell us that. Tell me that number once again. That way I can actually put it up on the screen.
1: Sure. The number for the store is 908 964
0: 964 3000. All right. So tell me, uh, let me make sure I stick this up there. That way it is, um, that is up there uh, 908, 964, nine nine, nine, six, six, four,
1: 3000. 000.
0: 3, 000. All right. And yep. make sure that's and right for me.
1: You got it. Perfect. So and make sure if you're watching this now. they can. Yep. Go ahead. And if not, they can come to the launch event on Friday. It's being done virtually with Drew Estate, but person if you want to purchase. (laughs) So you're welcome to come to the store at 2565 Route 22 West in Union. We're on the westbound side in the T-Mobile store parking lot. Shameless plug for T-Mobile. And we will still hold some of the boxes for sale during the course of the event because True Estate asked us to do so because otherwise I am sure they would have been God before Friday.
0: Absolutely. And, again, that number down below, uh, he wants to, you know, the uh, obviously the barrister, uh, either David or one of his, uh, his staff, wants to have a conversation with you. I think that's wonderful. Give them a call or visit them in person. The ver- How do people get to that virtual event that's happening? How do they find that virtual event?
1: Well, the actual virtual event as a Zoom event will start from 7 to 8. We wanted to wait until a little later on in the evening so that everybody had a chance to be able to join in in case they were working during the course of the day. So the actual in-store event is going to go from 12 to 9, but the virtual with Drew Estate um, will be a Zoom link that will be on the Barrister Facebook page and on the Drew Estate uh drew diplomat app they can get the link for there as well and it is actually going to be i think the first one of the virtual events that they're actually doing two stores at the same time so it's going to be a joint event with us and wooden indian down in havertown pennsylvania maddie knows um, i have a very very close relationship with dave Mayer, as does maddie um he's like a father figure to a lot of us And I'm excited about the fact that we're going to do it together. And the mayor of Esteli, Pedro Gomez, is going to be joining us on that Zoom link as well Um, to talk about our Nicaragua stories.
2: Let me tell you something, bro. I got a story for you.
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) So, again, uh, exciting launch that's coming, the Panchetta Cigar. And if you're watching us, obviously you're a cigar fan uh, or – just a fan of, of this weekly show, definitely like this video. We always appreciate you all sharing it. And uh, thanks to our good friend, Chad Bates of Janice uh, Coffee Roasters in Wyoming. Uh, the, we're going to do it like we've been doing the last few weeks. Uh, if, if we see that you're liking this video and sharing it on Facebook or Twitter uh, or even YouTube, we're going to go through a random process here towards the end of the show. And if you are chosen, you can win a uh, free uh, package of coffee, some bourbon barrel aged beans from uh, Shad there. And, and Maddie and I know what a, an amazing coffee that is. Right, Maddie?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, these guys, you know, the two brothers, Shad and Shay. I mean, uh, we know, especially Dave's laughing me with coffee. So to really, really get me to even notice something, it has to be special. Um, the two brothers are special, the blends are special, uh, some of that single origin Nicaraguan bean that they do is is outstanding, I can't suggest it more, so if you're a real coffee person, they have a yeah, lot of it. if you go over to their site, but good, good stuff.
0: Yeah, really great coffee, so again, just give you a little uh, extra incentive to like the video and share it, that really helps uh, Maddie and I and, and all the cigar lovers get uh, the word out about the show. And also about the barrister and all the great things the barrister does. And I'm already seeing some great comments uh, about the barrister. And uh, Paul, I think it's is it Paul Boucher is saying he pre-ordered his box yesterday. Uh, yep. Amazing customer service. So uh, really well, a you, lot. Thank you,
1: Paul. Of, appreciate that.
0: A lot of great people. Thank you for that, Paul. And uh, Chris uh, Duque giving a shout out to Shad there. And we appreciate everybody uh, giving a shout out uh, to, the, to all of us. The you 808 us The comments. House. That's right. And uh, Ch- Chairman Lai saying, yes, sell them out, David. Chairman uh, Lai is very... Uh, <laughs> does, does, that,
2: does that mean, Rich, that you already bought like 12 of the boxes and it's screw everyone else? I think it is. He's <laughs> straight up, bro.
1: No, 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 no. Rich, Rich always makes sure that a little stuff for everybody else. Rich, Rich is good people. Uh, Maddie and I are laughing because Rich and Chris are two of our closest friends. Yeah, family. And they purchase a lot of Drew Estate cigars and they are family. And it's funny because we were talking about coffee for a minute and um yes one of the things that i don't know if they like to talk about um janice is doing a lot of charity work um i don't know if maddie wants to go into that at all i'm going to let you do it if you want to i don't know what the relationship is with it but i just want to recognize that they're doing some great work for somebody who's a really special person to both maddie and i so i just want to take my personal chance to actually say a thank you to them because i don't have a relationship with them just thank you for what they're doing know it's appreciated
2: yeah, they're um, they're great guys. And, Tom, as you'll recollect, we've had Chad and Mr. Jesse Flores both a special guest on the show. Yes. Um, and so one of the biggest things that we were talking about is, unfortunately, you know, um, Jesse's daughter is suffering from, uh, from a whole slew of different medical issues. And uh, we're just trying to get her through everything there. And Janice right. being the stand-up guys they are. Have come to the plate. There's a special blend for Jesse where all the proceeds go to the care for his daughter. Um, like I said, these guys are the best, They're, they do a lot of charity for everyone else. Jesse's our family. Um, so anyway, Jesse you out, is family, yeah. Jesse's family. So when um, you go out, Janice, you take a look at the special blend, you'll be able to find it right on their site. There, I'm sure Chad and Shay are watching now. So Chad or Shay, or the both of you could pop on uh, online if there's anything that you'd like to add to that. Yeah, uh, pop onto the site you'll see all the different coffees you'll see specifically the one for jesse flores and his daughter uh for big dirty big dirty roast and everything else uh, and again all proceeds will go to the uh, to the medical care of his daughter there's the uh his website over there Tom just dropped down so check it out like i said top-notch guys top-notch coffee and they're doing things for top-notch charity and uh if any of you have not tuned in before um We've known Jesse, Dave and I have known Jesse 15 years, Dave close into 20 years. Yep. Um, what he's given artistically, spiritually, and personally to all of us, you know, he's for me. He's definitely our people. So check it out, guys. And that, thanks for reminding me, Dave.
0: Absolutely. Love no, all the that. And, and just search, I think you can just search for what's the name of the coffee blend, search in the top right-hand corner, what's it called?
2: It'll say what it is for Jesse. I, I think it's like Big Dirty or Dirty Roast.
0: Dirty something.
2: Yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, say the wrong thing, but as soon as you log on, you'll see it. And it's very right. specifically for, for Jesse and the chair.
0: Yep, and Jesse is saying, uh, Familia, he really appreciates it. He's watching and Chad watching too, giving us a shout out. Yep. And Chris, there you go. thank you guys so much. Uh, it really means a lot to do something special. And we're glad to have uh, all of you all joining us and so many great people joining us every week. Uh, and uh, it really feels like a, it's a great gathering of great people. Uh, you know, every Saturday night, we always look forward to this. And uh, so glad to have David here tonight from the barrister. And again, the barrister meaning, uh, that's what they, um, you, you being an attorney, that's what they call uh, uh, lawyers in, in Britain, right?
1: Well, sort of right. What happens is, is there's two types of lawyers in Britain. Yes. So Britain, Britain has lawyers that are what's called trial attorneys that go to court, and they have lawyers right. that work in the office. So lawyers that work in the office are called solicitors. Solicitors, and the lawyers that work that solicitors, and the lawyers that actually go to court are called barristers. Barristers, and I did part of my law school training in Britain and actually clerked for a barrister for a while. Um, I don't even know if he's still around. A barrister by the name of Robin Griffiths, and um, when it came time to name the store, I couldn't think of a more perfect name, and then I go and do some research, and it turns out that there actually was a Barrister cigar brand back in the 1920s and 30s, and I don't know if it'll work. I can try, um, but let me see if I can show you, because this mural that's painted on the wall over here, bear with me a second was actually the inner box label from the old barristers oh shoot Are you still there?: Yes, we can Are hear you, you? Yeah. back. Okay, you're coming in So in that out, is the old uh, that is the old inner box label painted as a mural on the wall um, for the barrister cigar brand back in the 20s and 30's.
0: Very nice. So that was the old label, and it's really
1: kind of the, the symbol uh, for your store. Exactly. We've used that as the um, portrait for a mural that was hand-painted in the store. It took actually a Broadway scene painter four days who freehanded handed that uh, for us. And it's been what we've used is basically the center point of the store for day one. And a lot of the artwork and stuff that's hanging around the store was actually done by Jesse when they did the opening of the League of Pravada Lounge back, um, God, almost eight, seven, eight years ago already at this point. And he's done some commissioned work for uh, some customers in the store who got it for me as presents. I mean, it it truly is a family location.
0: Yep. How did you find find yourself? And I'm I'm kind of curious this because I, I uh, I'm. I did a little. I did some studies in, in England. lived there and worked there for a while too. Uh, how did you become? Uh, how did you work in England, and how did that happen? Were you doing school there, or did it just happen? Or
1: I was doing school work. I was actually going to Albany Law School at the time, and um, I decided that I needed to escape from Albany, New York, because it was just cold and miserable and horrible. So what? I decided, okay, I need to go someplace for a semester of law school. So I went to talk to my. Uh, counselors so to speak at the school and I said, Well, where can I go and take a semester someplace else? And they're like, Well, Cornell does a program. And I said, I don't want to be in Albany. Why in the world would I be in Ithaca? Nothing personal against Ithaca, but that's going in the wrong direction. Oh. So um then she said then they tried UCLA. I said, okay now we're talking Southern California. That could be nice. Um but then she said and I think that Pace University out of New York City is doing a program in London at King's College of Law, which is affiliated nice. with Cambridge. And I said, that's the one, that sounds perfect. So I went and did a semester of law school living over by uh, King's, Grosvenor Road over by King's Cross right. area in London. Right. And it was absolutely fascinating.
0: That's, that's so cool. What a, what a cool story and what a cool thing to carry it forward in this lounge, which again, you created it originally to be uh, sort of a, a little bit of an escape, you had no idea what it would grow into.
1: That's true. I had no idea what it was going to become. I was completely wrong about who my customer base was, what it was going to turn into. I thought it was going to be um, mostly professionals sitting in, you know, doing their legal work or whatever it was that were going to come in. And we have wound up with a customer base from all walks of life, and now we're doing a tremendous amount of uh, shipping cigars, uh, telephone orders, takeout orders, stuff that I never foresaw when we started this 14 years ago.
0: Right. Absolutely. Well, well, well done. And, and, and when you say you're a, a Liga Bravada Lounge, I, mean, I I have an idea of what that means, but just, just so that everybody watching has an idea of what that means, what does it mean to be a, a Liga Bravada Lounge, and, and what makes that special?
1: Well, it started out, believe it or not, um, with a way for John Drew, who's, I think, what's his title now, Maddie? I think he's president? Yep. Is that president. his title now for Drew Estate? Sure. It was John, John was the owner at the time, and uh, John and I are very good friends. And we were down in Nicaragua, and John told me that, listen, I would like to make your store the place around the New York City area. That becomes known as the place to go to get Liga Pravada. This was in Liga Pravada's infancy. And when Liga Pravada was first coming out, it you didn't see it the way you see it now in stores. I mean, you right. were getting six boxes every six weeks, maybe. Yep. There yep. was only uh, there was four sizes of the Liga Pravada number nine. You had the Robusto, the Toro, the Bellicoso, and the Double Corona. Then they came out with two sizes, about a year or two after that, of the T52, which was the, just the Robusto and the Toro. And then John came and did an event here in the store, and he was just blown away by the customer appreciation of him being there. And he went back to the office, and he talked to his partner at that time, who was Marvin Zammel, and he says, Marvin, you got to see this store. These guys are amazing. They are so into this Liga Privada cigar. You you got to see this to believe it. So Marvin calls me up one day and he says, okay, I want to launch the T-52 Bacoso and Double Corona at your store. And I said, okay, are you sure you're going to have them? Because as it, as it turns out, a lot of times you wind up with shipping delays and things of that nature. And he's guaranteeing me, he says, no, we're going to have it, we're going to have it, no problem. So, of course, he makes up the posters Uh, um, that says uh, we're going to be the T-52 launch for the Bellicoso and Double Corona. And each person who purchases a box of either T-52 Bellicoso or Double Corona is going to get a T-52 Flying Pig. Well, unfortunately, the Flying Pigs weren't ready. (laughs) So he prints up all this artwork, and it's hanging up on the wall, and everybody comes in and goes, where's the Flying Pig? So... We call up like three days before to uh, one of Maddie's good friends, Dave Lafferty at the time. So Dave Dave now works for Bar Tobacco and Trust. Uh, Dave says, what's going on? I said, well, you know, Marvin's coming to do this event in three days. You may want to send out the T-52 flying pigs. And Dave goes... But they're not ready. They're still in Nicaragua. I said, I know that, but I'm not the one who told everybody that they're getting a T52 pick. So Dave took care of it. He got in touch actually with um, Steve Sacco, who runs Dunbarton now, but who at the time was, uh, pres- I think his title was president at that time. Um, that is- his day. And he got some special legal provada pre release nines that they used instead of the 52. And it just blossomed from there. We wound up designated as a lounge. And what was funny is, is when this pancetta started to talk about as a creation of what we were going to do, was actually on a trip in Nicaragua in Italy. And, Maddie, I don't even know if you know this story. We're out in the fields, because this is when they were taking us out to the fields. It's on one of the later trips. In the earlier trips, you didn't actually go out to the fields. But we're out in the field and it's a joint trip with me and Dave Mayer. And Pedro, the mayor of Esteli, gets a phone call and he says, John's on the phone for you. I said, John, I'm in a field. Why is John on the phone for me? And he says, well, they need to go over what they want to do for purposes of the Liga Pravada lounges with the contracts for for doing the um, special cigars for... The Liga Bravada lounges, and so there I am with Dave Mayer and John in a field discussing what we're going to do as a special project for the uh, Liga Bravada lounges, and that is the pre-incarnation of the pancetta. So a number of years later, the pancetta was born.
0: Wow, and that and that's such a cool story. Uh, And as as Liga Bravada has grown, I guess that's when you became a Liga Bravada lounge. It, it was known, but it's it's grown so much. Um, when did you see it growing the most? I mean, when did you really see it the brand or that, that part of the collection taking off? And, and how did that feel as you saw that taking off?
1: Well, it was interesting because it took off at the beginning here as much or more than it did everywhere else. Because yep. at the beginning, when they were doing those allocations, we're getting about six boxes every six weeks. Most stores, that was sufficient. It was taking them six weeks to go through those six boxes of cigars. Those six boxes, Halika Pravada, were coming into our shop, and I would be calling the local rep, Kevin, and say, uh, two, three days later, and say, okay, when is the next shipment coming? He goes, what do you mean? You just got a shipment. I said, they're gone. He says, what do you mean they're gone? I said, they're sold out. He said, did you sell them by the box? I said, no, I've sold them by the stick, and they're sold out. They would be sold out, would go through... Six boxes in two or three days. So they switched it from every six weeks to every four weeks. Then it went to every two weeks. And then it just it kept exploding from there. I think where it really became a national thing where everybody was like, okay, now we got to start seeing this out, is when they first came out with the Liga 9 Flying Pigs. That was, yeah. if I remember correctly, a 1,500 box run that, to me, was probably the first cigar that Drew Estate had had that was one of these limited editions that everybody wanted to get their hands on. And it, it developed from there as they just kept hitting home run after home
2: run with the line. Yep. Amazing. And they added it's- things like the L40. I'm a Lancero guy. So, you know, things like L40s and everything were uh, were added in and just kept growing and growing. Uh, and, you know, the big thing is Drew Estate is something for everybody's palate. Well, now imagine getting really granular and doing that just within the league of brands itself. I mean, they really did. I mean, Dave will be the first person to attest to that. I mean, within the brand. Absolutely. Right? Your T-52, you have your uh, your on Habano. Um, everybody knows I'm a, I'm a Maduro whore. So, for me, the league nines. When it comes to sizes, like I said, I love Lanceros. I like kind of the um, the old school and the smaller sizes. And the fact that the L40 was was made in a uh, in a size that not that many people smoke. So even a smaller market share like somebody like me that loves smoking, I'm like, this is this is the business for me. And you had guys who wanted you know stuff that would put you on your head, like feral pigs or, or, or UF13s, strong, meaty, uh, full body. So even within just that brand. There was just enough different taste, uh, taste styles and sizes really to keep everybody interested. So, when we talk about that brand inside of a brand stuff, it got really cool and really granular.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's really interesting. It's really interesting because Maddie was talking about the L40. And um, the L40 was first shown to me long before it was called the L40, Maddie. I was sitting upstairs in the Hacienda in Nicaragua with John. Many years ago, before the L40 came out, and he takes out an unbanded Lancero and he hands it to me and he says, smoke this. I said, John, I don't like Lanceros. Why in the world would you give me a Lancero to smoke? And in typical John fashion, he says, shut the F up and just smoke it already. So I shut the F up and I smoked it. And it's by far the best Lancero I've ever had. Um, I've had some afterwards that I would compare to it. But at the time, it was by far the best Lancero. And it's an interesting Lancero and Maddie was talking about this a little bit, because it's not the typical size of a Lancero. The typical Lancero is a 38. And the problem was is that they couldn't get the cigar to work as 38 because at that point all you were doing was smoking wrapper, and you lose so much of what makes Liga Liga, which is the specific blend of five different countries' filler tobaccos in it, that it was just lost if you were doing it in the 38. So at least with the 40, they were able to actually get in there at least some of the flavor
2: profile, which made the Liga what it was. And the way that it burned. So going, going on that too, very difficult to keep Lanceros lit well. Uh, very difficult to keep them drawing well. And I can honestly get through an L40 concentrating on it without lighting it more than once. That's, that's, I mean, Dave has all the knowledge in that. That's, that's, that's a big deal when you could do something like that with the Lancero.
1: It's a huge deal to make a Lancero. It's, the, it's one of the hardest cigars to make because to try to get a Lancero to burn properly, if you're off in any way in the construction of that cigar, it's never going to burn.
0: So this is it's the perfection that has happened on this one is just incredible.
1: Exactly. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And uh, lots of great uh, questions coming in. And uh, let me see. Uh, Jesse says, "Dave, talk about the unique art collection that you guys have there."
1: Okay. Um, I will try to do it a little bit. Um, I'm going to leave it up to you, John. Do you want me to start showing some of Jesse's work because he's got some beautiful stuff here? so I can try. First, we'll come this way. Hold on. Let me see if I can flip the camera around. I don't know that it's going to work, but I'll try.
0: Take a tour of the art there at uh, the Barrister in Union, New Jersey.
1: Uh, Let me see
2: if it goes
1: way to turn the camera around.
2: Yeah, you have have your iPad, right? Yep. All right, so it's a newer one. On the so bottom where cab- it says cam? Well, no, you're going to go out to um, Let's try that. If... No, nope, I don't think it's going to work like that. Nope. Nope, I turned the cam off. Okay. It's almost did.
0: If you well, flip, let me flip try it around, it's not pulled out. Yeah. Or selfie style That's another way of doing it.
1: All right. So there we go. All right. The... That's the wooden sign. That was presented to us for the opening of the lounge. Now up here, hopefully we'll be able to see it. This is of carved metal. Oh, I love it. That Jesse did.
0: Wonderful, Jesse. It's very nice.
1: And let's see if we can go up top. I don't know if we're gonna be able to. The camera work is terrible. There we go. That is, I believe, a one-of-a-kind hand-painted wooden vase of Provada that Jesse did.
0: Nice. Very nice, Jesse. It's really nice.
1: Um, hold on. Let's see if we get you a couple of other things over here. This, I know, is one-of-a-kind. This is, there we go, a Drew Estate. Oh, yeah. Dartboard. Oh, nice. Cool. And then we got up on top. This was I a piece. That. I don't know if we'll be able to see it, what I'm pointing at. Because I can't oh, yeah. see it from down oh, yeah. here.
0: We can see it. We this see was it. an
1: estimate artwork piece that one of my customers made for me with all of the staff at the store. Oh, cool. First up as barristers.
0: I like it. I see they just have the traditional wings on. Of- I, see, I see you in that. Yeah. Very nice.
1: Yeah, do you have is a suit that you wear sometimes? Um, I do not actually. I had to wear okay. one when I was over there. Um, <laughs> can you see the can you see the flying pig?
0: Yes, that flying pig's incredible. We
2: see a little bit of the
0: rump roast part of it. We see some if gas. Back up, if you back you up a little bit, we can there we go. There you go. Fantastic. Look at that
2: flying pig. It was a little cheeky there for a second,
1: Dave. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nice.
2: <laughs> a little cheeky. <laughs>
1: So this is the case of emergency break glass case. <laughs> is it coming through?
0: Yeah, it is. So it's an encase inca- of everything else.
1: It's a um, cigar emergency kit. It I has it. all of the different Liga Pravadas in it. That is, it's if great, you can see it up it. on top, this is the Liga Pravada clock that he made. And then you have two original pieces nice. of artwork. I don't. I can't see because oh, I haven't turned yep. around. We see that. Well, yep. And Very nice. On this one, this is the Feral.
0: Very nice, Feral. That's that's so cool. Some really cool art. So this is a.
1: So Jesse's done some amazing work here.
0: Jesse, um, nicely done.
1: So hopefully that got Jesse's stuff
0: out. Yeah, Jesse, nice job, Jesse, on those. And really, you know, for the fans of cigars, uh, for just cigars in general, especially the fans of Liga and Drew Estate, it's a a super cool place to visit and uh, definitely make that pilgrimage. Uh, If you get near Union, New Jersey, it's uh, worth making that pilgrimage there. Uh, Question from uh, Chris Duque, he's saying, ask Dave about the Herrera exclusive. At uh, at your uh, store.
2: Oh look, he's trying to order oh, some Tienda hey. Exclusiva.
1: No, there's nothing to order, unfortunately. So the story behind the Tienda Exclusiva actually goes back to something that I've done every year up until this year. Um, we weren't able to do it because of COVID. Um, I do something every year called the New Jersey Cigar Festival. We've had it in many different locations. Uh, the first year we actually did it in a baseball stadium at Newark Bears. Um, we've done it at country clubs and lately we've been doing it here at the store. And one of the years when we did it at a country club called Park at Club, which is a fine dining club up in Florham Park, New Jersey. Maddie was just that with me a few weeks ago doing a charity fundraiser for Cigars for Warriors. Um, when we were there, I had been in Nicaragua about three months before that year's festival. And I had asked John if Willie could blend a cigar for me just for the Jersey Cigar Festival. He said, don't ask me, ask Willie. So I said, okay, Willie, can you please blend me a cigar for the New Jersey Cigar Festival? (laughs) He says, sure, I'd be happy to. So he comes up with this cigar, and it's a cigar called the Project M. And it's given out at the festival. And I'm pretty sure you were there that year, Maddie. It was uh, Willie was there and John was there and Jose Blanco at the time was working for Hoya de Nicaragua and he was there and everybody is going absolutely insane over this cigar and everybody is coming up to me and saying I have to buy it I have to buy it I have to get more I said don't tell me tell John and Willie they're standing over there I didn't make it um, if they want to make more I'll be more than happy to sell them so um, we've finally have conversations about doing it and doing it and the project took forever but three years later the project m turned into a cigar called the tienda exclusiva which was the herrera esteli tienda exclusiva which was the first ever store exclusive cigar under the herrera esteli name and they made 500 boxes for me they are long ago sold out, Chris. I don't have any more. I'm sorry you and everybody else is asking me. It was an absolutely outstanding cigar. Um, I know Maddie has had a number of them, and it was one of my absolute favorites. And what was really fun about it is is that to this day, I can't tell you what the blend is because Willie refused to tell me.
0: So it was a very special secret blend, and, and you, there might be one out floating out there already <laughs> sold. But it's probably a long gone.
1: <laughs> they are long gone. It was really interesting because I had always had a particular mindset in my head about Mexican tobacco. And I just thought, I do not like Mexican tobacco. I don't want anything to do with Mexican tobacco. And when I had been blending my first cigar that I had blended together with Hoya de Nicaragua, Uh, It's a cigar that used to be called Justice. It's not production anymore. But when I blended it, we actually wound up putting a Mexican wrapper on it, and I was very surprised to actually say that we put a Mexican wrapper on it because I didn't like San Andreas tobacco as far as I knew. And I'm telling this story to Willie, and Willie turns to me and says – you are so dumb. I said, oh, thank you very much, but you want to tell me why? <laughs> so he says, you love Mexican tobacco. You just don't know that you love Mexican tobacco because you know that that rapper on that Project MCN, Exclusiva, is a San Andreas. I said, well, at least now I got the rapper out of you. I don't have anything else, but at least I know it's a San Andreas rapper.
0: Thinking... Someone watching, uh, Phil says he still has a few boxes. So maybe Phil's like, if anybody can find Phil, uh, he might have them. Oh, I you.
1: have no doubt that Phil Smallowitz has a few <laughs> boxes of those cigars. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep. He smiles. Hey, Duque, you know who to call now, dude. I'm just saying. Gotta find, gotta find Phil Smallowitz. <laughs> we'll well, Phil knows how to find Phil Smolowitz? I know
1: that Duque knows how to find him. <laughs>
2: uh huh. I'm just, I'm just saying, Chris. You know what you have to do.
0: So this is—it's uh, gonna be—it's uh, gonna be sought after after this. But definitely uh, be watching uh, for later this week, the release of that pancetta. Now, I'm not sure if you mentioned yet, but uh, we'll go ahead and ask: Is there a reason why it's called the pancetta? What's the what's the reason why it's called the pancetta?
1: I have to tell you, it's just a guess, okay? Because nobody has ever told me how they got to the name pancetta. Um, I believe it's because it's supposed to be a play on all of the uh, pig variations that they have between the flying pig and the ferrifying pig. So this would be like um, you've now killed a pig and made bacon Um, is the only thing I could come up with. The fact that two Jewish guys are selling bacon as a uh, limited edition cigar, the irony of this is not not lost on me, especially on (laughs) Russian. It's
2: outstanding. Come on. That's okay. And it could be the whole, you know, he's not that far from New York City, so hey, a little bit of pancetta, you know what I'm saying? Come on, get about it.
1: Well, I'm not going to get into the Taylor ham argument with Maddie and oh, Peter, oh. so I figured this way with pancetta, if they called it Taylor ham, I was going to have to piss off one of them, so with pancetta, they're both going to be okay.
2: Hey, 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 you're on my side of the, you're on my side of that divide, buddy. Dave, Dave knows it's Taylor. Dave knows it's Taylor ham. See. Mm-hmm. Dave- knows it's taylor ham look duke's in hawaii he knows it's taylor ham come on
0: (laughs) and the and again uh the flavors that you get off of the panchetta what what do you like best about the panchetta well
1: um i'm terrible with reference to getting like flavors of particular things i could never do your job tom because i can't pick up notes and everything like that because i don't throw and i have been admonished for from 100 different people about the fact that i can't retrohale um i've had nasal problems forever so there's just literally no way for me to do it to me it's i know that it has the same flavor characteristics that i'm looking for that's coming out of the feral flying pig but you add on the t52 mapper which turns it what would be extreme flavor into a flavor bomb I mean there's literally no other way to describe it. The it fact up. that It'll you, put it, that, fact that you put, it put it into that the fact that you put it into that compressed size of the short bellicoso, it is just every flavor is just coming together immediately. It's not building up to anything. It's just in your face from the minute that you light it with that very, very distinct taste of the feral filler coupled with a T fifty two wrapper that just makes it just perfect.
2: And that right. size configuration too, so I think it's it's everything. Perfect oh, cool. size for it. It's
1: uh. It really more... is. It, if you had to blend a cigar, it would be the perfect size to blend, because it marries every single part of my favorite parts of that particular line of cigars.
0: Excellent. And again, it's uh, if you're just tuning in Bourbon Blog Live, make sure you uh, subscribe to wherever you're watching this from, whether it's Facebook youtube or twitter or also that link right there bourbonblog.com forward slash live it's always a thrill to have all of you joining us and definitely tell us down below or tweet back to us what you're uh, what you're sipping on or um or smoking or both tonight we always like to hear your flavor uh, pairings and your uh, cigar and whiskey or spirit cocktail pairings and again in just a few minutes here uh if you're one of the ones on twitter facebook or youtube that has liked this and shared this. We appreciate you sharing it. We're going to put you in the running for um, one of those bags of uh, bourbon barrel roasted coffee from Janice Coffee Roasters of Wyoming. Amazing coffee. So uh, we'll be doing that drawing here in a few minutes, and we've been doing some fun giveaways uh, the last few weeks. Uh, and I'll have to say this, you know, for me, the legal line, I mean, I've had a number of them, and I can't wait to come to barrister. Uh, the barrister Cigar Lounge there in Union, New Jersey. Next time I'm back there with you, Manny, we'll have to go check it out and try more of them. But, you know, for me, the, the Liga line just pairs so well, whether it's a great cocktail, like I was just having this old-fashioned that Annabelle made for me, or this wonderful uh, American single malt uh, with this nice sherry finish. Just the depth of character the Liga has uh, just always pairs so complimentary with the depth of character of good whiskeys. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to find a bad pairing when you get a great Liga, great whiskey or cocktail. It's just really, it just pairs so incredibly well. It really does.
2: And Dave, uh, for everybody out there, what's the best way for them to reach you through your social media? Use your Dave Mallow account, use Barrister. What's the best way when people have to You can
1: you? actually, You can actually use either one. We use both the Barrister Cigars account and the David M. Mallow account for facebook and i believe twitter and instagram i am one of these old school luddites who is terrible when it comes to technology as if you could try to figure out how to move the camera around the ipad um the reason why we do a lot through the personal pages is because they limit the number of people who can see and who get notified of things on the barrister cigars page So what we'll generally do is post it on both the Barrister page and my page because it has a tendency to reach way more people. Um, If you'd like to join the mailing list, we do have a mailing list. We have well over 1,000 people on the mailing list. Um, Mm -hmm. If you want to join that mailing list, you can give us a call or send me a message through Facebook, and I'll be more than happy to put you onto that mailing list to let you know all of the events that are going on. Unfortunately, with right now, this is going to be our first real event. I mean, we've done a couple of virtual ones, but COVID has changed everything in that way. So what it does allow you to do, though, is it allows you to join us for what we call the Meet the Maker series, which is something that starts as a result of COVID. Um, I do a lot of outside events, outside cigar nights, at a lot of different clubs, country clubs, and things of that nature here in New Jersey. And we were trying to figure out a way to stay engaged with the customers, them to be able to stay together with each other engaged um, the way they would normally do at an actual event. So we created something called the Meet the Maker series. It started in April of this year. And what I do is put together a package of cigars the there's a ticket price for the package, and we mail out a package of cigars each month. Uh, it corresponds to the uh, maker, quote-unquote, who we are having that particular month. And what we do is, is we let people have the opportunity to join a link where instead of like today, where this is really weird for me because I'm the interviewee and you're, normally I'm the interviewer, um, I do what you're doing, Tom, and I interview the heads of companies and the blenders of companies to try to get much more in-depth into wow. um, their stories, their cigar lines, things of that nature. Um, we've been very fortunate and blessed to have some amazing guests on. it. Uh, uh, John Drew was on it. Willie Herrera was on it. Steve Saka from Dunbarton. Alan Rubin from Alec Bradley. Our most recent one was with uh, Caldwell, Caldwell stars. And in a smaller setting, we limit them to about anywhere from 30 to 50 people, depending upon the setting. Um, we hold it sort of like an inside the actor studio, where I'm asking questions and letting them run with whatever it is they want to tell us. Um, and the response to it has just been overwhelmingly positive. To the point where even though we've gone back to starting to do some of the side events live at the country clubs, they've actually asked me to keep going with the virtual Meet the Makers series at the same time because they get to have much more of an in-depth listening conversation um, with the makers that these people can't fly at this point they can't travel to these events so it gives them an opportunity to really spend some quality time with people to understand the story of the different cigar companies and it gives the heads of the cigar companies a way to reach an audience to really get across what their product is and why their product is unique
0: so that that sounds incredible The meet meet the maker series how do people find that where do they uh, where do they go to find that because I'd love to. I'd well, love to if too, you too,
1: join too. the email list, if you join the email list or you check the Facebook uh, accounts of David Mallow and Barrister Cigars, we notify people when they come up. We are not doing one for September because of the panchatel. We're probably going to do our next one in October. I have an idea who the guest is yet. Uh, um, I haven't told him yet because I want to make sure of schedule first. But I'm pretty sure I know who the next month's guest is. Um, And what we do is is we pair three or four cigars, depending upon which ones. For example, with the Caldwell one last month, we got very fortunate because um, we got a store-exclusive lost-and-found Lancero pack that Caldwell made for just us for that event. So it was to 50 people. We had 55 packs of Lanceros. So the people who joined us on the Meet the Maker series really got to have something special. I got to go in-depth into what the Lost and Found series was for Caldwell and what that whole project was all about. And so each month it's a little different as to what the cigars are. When we did the one with Drew Estate with John, we had an enormous pack of cigars. I believe there were, I want to say, 14 cigars in the pack to be able to try to get people a true breadth of understanding of all of the different products that Drew Estate is making. And even doing that, we we're not even touching the surface. I mean, they, they have such a diverse line and portfolio at this point that until you can try so much of it, you're just shooting in wind.
0: Right. It is extremely diverse. And I love that uh, about what Drew Estate is doing and just the variety and, and what a cool thing you're doing. I mean, that's, that's a really special way to uh, – to educate and to entertain, uh, like the style of uh, what style was it? You said it was in of a, a sort of a, a.
1: It was sort of modeled after the uh, Lipton Inside the Actors Studio thing. Oh, yes. I yeah. yeah, actor studio. yes, I love that show. Sort of sitting
0: there. Studio. Yes, I love it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And that's the way we've done it. And I'm very fortunate. I've been in the industry a long time. I'm going on over 15 years. And one of the things that I am sure that uh, other guests have talked with you about, and I know Maddie and I have talked about on many occasions, is the ability to develop relationships in this industry. I am truly and totally blessed to have wonderful relationships with many of the manufacturers who I would be friends with outside of owning a cigar store because we just have enough that we want to actually hang out together and do that... To be able to bring those characteristics and qualities out so that everybody else can see them is really an amazing thing. Because most of the time, when they're going to an actual event, people like John and people like Alan Rubin and Steve and Bobby Caldwell, they don't really get a chance to tell their story. What they're doing is is they're spending the night... Hey, priority one is to sell cigars. No, don't kid yourself. It's, you have to sell cigars. That's what pays the rent. That's what keeps your employees employed. But they don't get a chance to tell their story about why they got into the business, what cigars they're making and why, where they're making them, what tobaccos they're using, why they're using those tobaccos. And you're starting to see more and more of that in the types of shows that you're doing and in the types of shows that cigar bloggers are doing where people are now able to get a way more educated opinion about what's going into a cigar brand and a particular cigar and why. It's not just walking into a humidor and picking up a cigar and going, Ooh, that looks pretty. Let me take that. It's actually, okay, why was this cigar made? What was it designed to be? Is it designed to fill a niche? Is it designed to fit a price niche, a flavor niche, a tobacco particular profile niche? All of those things that in a normal event, these makers of these cigars can never get that story out because the goal is for both the maker and for the store owner to be able to sell cigars. What we've done is try to take that monetization up front by selling the packs of the cigars to get a ticket for the Zoom event. And this way, they, the maker can actually focus more talk on their story and what goes into actually making their different cigars. And it's been absolutely fascinating.
0: Excellent. So be watching for the Meet the Makers series with uh, the Barrister there and David Mallow. And make sure you watch for him on social. and David uh, or the uh, Barrister Cigars on social to, uh, to get added to that list, that email list where they will be telling you, where that uh, show will be coming and just so many great people that I know already, uh, have been to, uh, the barrister and I'm looking forward to going there myself. Uh, we had a lot of great people talking about, uh, well, and, and, and Romel Vincent saying he's going to miss the New Jersey (laughs) festival this year.
1: Yeah. Romel is one of my best customers. Um, he's a good friend. Actually, Romel had the opportunity to come down with me because on one of the trips down to the Dominican Republic to the House of Devonair to see our uh, Maddie and our mutual friend Phil Zengi, Uh, Rommel and his friend actually won the trip to go down to be able to come join us and they won that trip at the New Jersey Cigar Festival from purchasing a box of Devonair cigars so that was really exciting and that was back when Devonair cigars was still working together with distribution with Drew Estate.
0: Excellent. And we're missing so many of those festivals this year, and, and uh, whether it's cigar or whiskey festivals, we're definitely missing them, but hope to be back there soon. And uh, before we do this drawing, I'll just put this link up, bourbonblog.com forward slash at home. If you're a whiskey fan and you want a little bit of a more intimate uh, conversation with myself and some whiskey makers, we're doing a whole new series called uh, the At Home Series bookmark that go to it uh, get your ticket for our tastings which are about twice a week now we're even shipping out uh through a third party company little minis of some really unique whiskies with different themes like this is actually a bourbon heritage month uh rye whiskeys, whatever it might be and um, hope to see you guys on some whiskey tastings because we've had a lot of fun we should did a whiskey and cheese pairing last night which was a lot of fun and maddie at some point is going to hop on and we're going to do a um, whiskey and cigar pairing here in the next uh, month or so so that'll be fun too so be sure and bookmark that and would love to have you guys joining us to learn more about whiskey we even have one tomorrow night so uh jump on that link as well and uh we will give you all one more chance here if you haven't already we're gonna do kind of a random drawing for all the many people who have been liking this sharing it on twitter facebook and youtube uh, package of that coffee from our good friend Shad Bates there at Janice Coffee Roasters. Uh, give you another few moments to uh, to like or retweet that, and then I'm going to have uh, probably, we'll have David, I think, uh, pick out a number, uh, a random number. Oh, that always
1: gets me in trouble. Wait a second. <laughs> Hold Does on. Does it always get
0: you in trouble when you pick out random numbers?
1: It does, because when we do the raffles here at the store, they always think it's rigged. I pick it, therefore I have to, have to start having other people do it.
2: Yep, yep, there you go. There's the lawyer and a it liability.
1: <laughs> uh, horrible. This now, is what... a waiver of liability for any and all claims against Barrister for purposes of this random drawing. Please submit any claims to arbitration at the American Arbitration <laughs> Association. Thank you for joining us here on Bourbon Blog Live.
0: We, should, we could have you do that that's perfect I think that was a perfect uh, what is it's
2: already ready he just has to email it out to the customer it's done already it's called is it called a disclaimer right <laughs> absolutely it's
0: called a disclaimer now what kind of law uh, what kind of law do you practice then or have you practiced
1: um I was a trial attorney so I was basically in court five days a week. Um, I was a regular in both Bronx County and Kings County and New County with occasional trips to Queens and Staten Island as they were necessary. Um, I went from more generalized at the beginning where I was doing a lot of commercial litigation and switched over to do some product liability work, both plaintiffs and defense work. And then I started doing a lot more personal injury and medical malpractice. Um, and then it just went from there and just kept building and building until one day I decided I just don't want to be doing day-to-day trial work more. It's tiring.
0: So you just do a little bit now.
1: That's correct. I I like to tell people I went from carrying an active caseload of 200 to an active caseload of two. It, It makes it a lot easier for people to understand where my legal practice is right now. I, I don't have time anymore, honestly, because I'm spending so much time here at the store, and it's enjoyable time. I prefer to be here at this point because I'm loving what I do. I don't; it doesn't feel like work.
2: And all those judges that help—we're we're, going to hold David contempt of court for smoking a cigar.
1: They—they they come over it
2: after you. didn't go. <laughs> it didn't go over. I have been course, threatened.
1: With, I have been threatened with being held in contempt, but not for smoking a cigar. I was threatened to held in held in contempt all by the two deniable. different
2: judges.
1: We'll we'll <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: That's another Thankfully, <laughs> I
1: had somebody who was ready with the bail money, so I was good to go.
0: <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's great. That's uh, and I, I find a lot of lawyers either enjoying good whiskey or a good cigar, both. I mean, I do find that more and more
1: definitely. More definitely. They really do. Definitely. Uh, again,
0: it's this is the I'm going to put the number down here uh, 908-964-3000, If you are interested in calling uh, David or his team there at Barrister Cigars about the pancetta reserve your box. Uh, again, the official virtual launch is this this coming week then, right? This next Friday? Is that what you're saying? The official,
1: virtual, the official virtual launch is Friday. We're open right now. Our COVID hours are, we are open from 12 to 7, Monday to Thursday and 12 to 9, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And the actual virtual launch of Pancetta will be on Friday. And we're also going to have specials on all of the other uh drew estate cigar lines in stock will have um shade for days Taste for the new shade for days promotion that they're running um somebody even told me i believe there's going to be year of the rats here as well which is a cigar that people have been looking for a lot so if there's any specific that you're looking for give us a call or come on down hopefully we'll be able to get it for you
0: excellent i you know i people often ask me if i have a uh favorite whiskey obviously it's all so mood different you know it differs by mood, by day, time of day. Do you have a go-to Liga, that you're, one of your favorites? I mean, do you have a...
1: Amazingly, it has switched over time. Um, yeah. If I had my choice, it would be the Feral, but unfortunately... Well, the Pancetta, both. But unfortunately, as crazy as it sounds, I don't have my own stash to smoke. Um, <laughs> I get one or two boxes in of Feral's every six weeks or so. And I don't think it's fair to the customers that I would just say, okay, I'm taking them all and I'm giving nothing. So I honestly don't smoke them. Um, my go-to used to be the 52 Robusto. But recently it's been the 9 Corona Viva of all things. Um, there's something about the time of that cigar because it's so, it, it's a thin ring gauge and it's much thinner than all of the traditional lines of the league of nine. And because of that, the flavor actually compresses significantly more into it. And you truly get a wonderful experience of that broadleaf wrapper that just is unmatched as far as I'm concerned in that size. So that's what I've been smoking. And that's Excellent. what Maddie has there. Now the nine
0: is the, yeah. as the nine. Excellent. No, I, I really do like the, uh, the nine as well. All right. Uh, so David or Maddie, who's going to pick the number? course have david do it thanks all right. maddie okay number between one and 23
1: let's go with oh let's do my bird
0: 20. 20 all right scroll okay that is irene wilkins irene thank you for watching you are the uh the winner of that uh package of coffee from Janice Coffee Roasters of Wyoming, we'll, we'll have you send a message there on uh, Facebook to me, and we'll get to okay, that. Okay, now, t- I,
1: wait a second. If it's, if it's who I think it is, now it may be, um, I may have to put that disclaimer in. It may be my next-door neighbor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we'll definitely give...
2: <laughs> See Dave, as a lawyer, when you were asked for that number one between 23, you should have said L. L would have held you so many L would have
0: done it. <laughs> I'm not, it. Irene, I'm not sure, You're
2: but wonderful. it might be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she says, OMG, thank you. So it was your lucky number tonight. Uh, <laughs> who knows, there's, has knows? To, to, have the Powerballs happened? I'm not sure. The Mega Millions, they happen a little while well or something. So maybe you still have a chance to buy one of those too. But so many great people. Uh, Chairman Lai, uh, always congrats, uh, Irene. Uh, just so many great people always joining us. We appreciate all of you all, the regulars and all the newbies. If you're not already subscribed, uh, subscribe to the channel you're on. And if you just want to hear the podcast, we have, we upload all these to podcasts. Oh, subscribe to our Bourbon Blog podcast. They're on Anchor FM or on Spotify, Apple, wherever you do your podcast. Subscribe to our podcast. That way you can listen to us once again as you have your cigar. Uh, David, it's such a pleasure to meet you, man. I can't wait to get there and see uh, The Barrister. It'll be great to see you in The Barrister, hopefully in the near future.
1: Tom, I look forward to welcoming you here with open arms. As Maddie knows, any friend of Maddie's is family of mine. So please come on down whenever you're in town. We try to make it a really fun environment. It's a great group of guys and girls who actually sit around and spend time enjoying each other's company. And it's the lost art of conversation is something that we really try to focus on here. And it's enjoyable. And it's something that you're doing really great. So thank you for what you're doing. I really appreciate it.
0: Well, it's a real pleasure to have you on tonight, David. I look forward to meeting you in person and I'm trying some uh, some pancetta or one of the interesting, uh, unique ligas there that uh, they can get at the Barrister. Uh, Maddie, who's, uh we've enjoyed this week so much. Who's coming next week? Do we know?
2: Yes, yes, we do. We will have WWE superstar Gene Snitsky, uh, brother of mine. Oh, Gene. 12, 12, 15 years. Great, great dude. Um you look on the top WWE moments ever. He'll always be known for kicking the uh, the baby doll across the ring into the audience. So still, all these years later, it holds one of the uh, the top spots for the, the craziest moments in WWE. Wow. Uh, he's a cigar smoker, uh hardcore cigar smoker. Uh, great friend, blessed to have him as a brother. So we will have him in our in our presence next Saturday.
0: Incredible Snitsky. Next Saturday, uh, definitely same same place, same channel here on Bourbon Vlog Live. At 8 p.m. Eastern, bring your cigar, your whiskey, uh, whatever you enjoy, and come on back and join us. Thanks so much, Dave Mallow, owner of The Barrister in New Jersey, and congratulations on the launch of Pancetta.
1: Thank you, thank you.
0: You got i I Cheers, y'all. <laughs> oh, uh, we cheers. have a customer coming in. It could happen. Right? It's good, you know that's I good. Told you,
1: we gotta monetize. They they were
0: they were watching and they said we gotta go on down to Barrister. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Thanks everybody for watching.
1: Thanks Cheers. so much, everybody. You. Have a great night.
2: Much love, guys and gals. Much See love. you soon. Cheers, y'all. Much love. Thank, Thank you. you.
0: Thanks.